Welcome to Sold On Purpose Podcast. This holistic podcast caters to Black girls who love to discuss natural healing, wellness, and empowerment, and for those who are looking for concrete ways to fill their purpose and be a soul on purpose. Well, hello. It is Palm Sunday. I don't know if many of you guys out there are Christians, but I am most definitely a Christian and I love Christ. Now, today I wanted to come on and talk to you guys just about life in general. For me, as a mother, as a teacher, as a Reiki practitioner, and as a life coach. Yes, I do a lot. I also write books. And over the last two and a half, almost three years, I've been dealing with some severe behavioral issues with my son. I mean, severe, as in hospitalizations and medication. And it's been really difficult. It's really pushed me in my parenting. And the way I was raised has come up quite a lot. It has me thinking and actually rethinking my entire parenting style. My son is the first boy in my family in a generation. I have all sisters and all my sisters have daughters. And then I have my son. So he is a new phenomenon. At this point now, he is 12 years old. And he was severely bullied at school for almost a year. I thought that it was being handled at the school level. But unfortunately, it was not. And he became afraid to even, or rather just disenfranchised enough to just stop talking about it. And he was just enduring the abuse of this other young man at his school. And it seemed as if the other adults were afraid of this child as well, because he was allowed free range of the school. Very disheartening. But my son turned into a different person. He became belligerent. He seemed to carry his trauma with him everywhere he went and it came home with him he was out of sorts and very very angry quite frequently and although at this point things have been able to shift for him in some ways we are still taking it day by day and as his therapist says sometimes moment to moment I wanted to put this out there because I know there are a lot of moms out there who are handling things sometimes on their own. I'm blessed to have an extensive set of, I guess, team players for me and my son at this time. It took a while to build this team. Um, it, It actually consists of people who I never thought would be on the team, including my ex-husband, several mentors of my son. We have people from the church who pray for us consistently. We have friends who will take him um, so that I need, if I need respite, they'll take him and give us both some time away from each other. I say all this to say, even if you're a single parent, you need to build a village. Holistically, your child needs more than just your voice. And on top of that, you need to hear someone else's input in your parenting. 
I know that may sound strange for those of us who are 40 and up because we were raised in, I guess, silos in some ways. But in other ways, we were raised by the village, like the grandparents out the window kind of thing. But when you went home, your parents were the end all be all and no one else had any opportunity to chime in on how you were raised. I'm seeing now that I need to definitely open my mind and open the way that I parent my son to different ways. I can't do the same things that my parents did. It doesn't work. And I am really excited about working with his therapist for new ways to interact with my son so that we have a long-standing and strengthened relationship as he grows older. He's about to enter into the teenage years and I would hate to lose him because our relationship is not strong enough to withstand the pressures of teendom. If you're a parent of a teenager, then you know what I mean by the pressures of teendom. (laughs) In any case, guys, I wanted to come out here and just say, you know, as a parent and as a mother who does so much and has been a little struggling with doing so much in all reality, that I am glad that I'm able to find balance. And I wanted to share with you also how I was able to do that, how I was able to find the balance, how I was able to actually uh, get back on the horse of my own life, you know, and get out of the turmoil and the whirlwind that was my life when my son was first diagnosed and all these things started to happen and become discovered that was happening to him at school. So the first thing that I did was I began to pray more. But then I also began to meditate more because I realized that even though I was praying and and reaching out and crying out for, for God and the universe and spirit to lead me and guide me and show me and to help me, I wasn't being still enough in my spirit to receive the answers that I needed in order to be able to move forward and do what needed to be done for my son. Then I also began to do more self care and I stopped drinking. I was drinking wine a lot. Let's just say a lot, okay? And I I had to stop. I had to stop drinking alcohol. I had to be more present. I had to make sure that I took time for myself at least twice a day to just be and sit by myself. So I made time in the morning, every morning, 5.30, I get up. I say my prayers, I meditate, and I read the Bible every morning without fail. That's one thing. Then in the evening, I take time to work on my businesses, to write some of my book, to look at my web pages and tweak anything. I come up with new ideas. I talk to my my daughter who's working on working with me now on a new idea that I have to bring t-shirts to you guys. So that's a little cat out of the bag a little bit. Um, so I am working on things in the evening that have been marinating with me all day um, based on my affirmations and prayers and, and meditation in the morning. So just wanted to just come on and just talk to you guys about, you know, having a village for myself. 
I have friends that I talk to who check in on me to make sure that I am doing okay, that I am taking care of myself. I have a therapist who I actually haven't seen in about a month or two, maybe two months now, but who I am going to pick back up with very soon. Um, I have you know, family, I have a lot of sisters, as I said, you know, who are definitely, oh my gosh, they're so clutch, you know, having people who understand you, and who know where you are, and don't judge you, and just love you, is also really key to making it work, when you're in a situation where you have to handle something that can be very stressful, um, I also have doctors, my actual doctor, um, I'm realizing more and more that the symptoms that I was experiencing as far as having uh, lupus and other things are really just really stress related, extremely related to stress. So stress is something that my body just does not handle well, aside from the cortisol, which can make you become a little hefty around the waist. The, um, the stress can make your hair fall out. It can lower your immune system. And then couple that with, with not eating too well and then drinking alcohol, which dehydrates you. It just causes a whole mess. I've also, speaking of eating, started to change my eating habits. I actually um, have a smoothie a day most days. Uh, acai, um, chia seeds, banana, and blueberries keep it simple sometimes I throw a cup of spinach in it frozen spinach out of the freezer straight out the freezer into my my, my smoothie um and blend it all up together um sometimes I add pineapple sometimes I add other fruits but usually that's the basis you know and I just supplement one smoothie a day for one meal and that also has helped me stay clear and focused I also try to limit the sugar because sugar crashes are real and since I've been doing this, I can't even eat the sugar that I would eat if I could eat sugar. <laughs> um, I don't know, guys. I just wanted to come on and just give you guys some hints and some, you know, tips, basically, on ha- how to handle stress when your life is becoming extremely stressful. Because mine really took an uptick in the past, in the past several years. And I don't know if anybody else has been feeling the... I guess the the fog or the smog lifting with the recent uh, retrograde and then being direct in Jupiter. I don't know. But for me, I feel so much more clear right now. And I'm just so glad that the weather is clearing up, although it may be raining. It's raining where I am now. But even the rain, the, the trees are like blooming. Everything is blooming around me. And I'm just so excited for what spring is bringing to us right now. And with summer, like the promise of summer that is coming is just, I just feel very hopeful. And I'm hoping that you do as well. Because as we know, being a soul on purpose means that you have to be able to see yourself clearly. You have to be able to see your path clearly and know that you do have purpose, that your life means something, and that what is here for you is here for you. All you have to do is reach out and grab it. That's it for me today, guys. Today, Sunday, Palm Sunday. I just want you guys to just gather the strength to go and get what's there for you because it's there and no one else can have what's for you. Now, thanks again, guys, for joining me for this episode of soul on purpose podcast sunday soul 
I hope to see you guys again next Sunday. Until then, be blessed and stay a soul on purpose.